Hey everybody, I just want to take a moment to talk about a new thing I'm doing. Over the years, many of you have reached out to me telling me how much you love the podcast, but also wish there were more personalized takeaways and more in-depth interactions with our guests to hear what they think about comedy. This is why I'm now launching my new digital academy, Blueprint for Success. With exclusive interviews and comedy philosophies of stars and industry veterans, personalized versions of the Industry Standard podcast, commercial-free, and one-on-one coaching time with me. Blueprint for Success will give you the powerful tools that will take you up the elevator beyond the competition and reach the highest possible levels to achieve your dreams. Whether it be stand-up, sketch, improv, acting, writing, producing, directing, hosting, radio podcasting, social media influencing, or even if you want a career behind the scenes as a manager or an agent. Now I'm here to help, personally. We'll go on an express train of comedy and entertainment like nobody else has before. You can find out more about Blueprint for Success and the comedy business on my website at barrycats.com. Together, we'll take your career where you want it to go. So I had fun doing the three TV shows I did. So I have nothing bad to say about anything because if you do that, you're saying things bad about yourself without doing it. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Industry Standard with me. Barry Katz, very, very excited to be here today because today is the second of two parts of Gary Busey, who is one of the most original and unique people you will ever meet in your entire life. My apologies for being a little late with this episode. I've been working on a show I am executive producing with... Neil Mant, who did the Jim Rome show for many years, Hannah Lincoln Hoker, who works at ICM, it's a big shot over there, and Ben Glebe, who created the show, and this is an amazing, amazing production called The Telethon for America, which is a telethon which is the first ever to raise no money, but it does raise awareness to inspire and encourage Americans to vote. It'll be happening this Monday, November 5th from 6 to 8, live streaming on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Comedy Central's online platforms, and many, many others with a reach of social media platforms of over 200 million subscribers. And the reason why, listen to this lineup of people who are going to be on the show. Amy Schumer, Jim Jeffrey, Charlize Theron, Natalie Portman, Lil Rel, Jane Fonda, Whitney Cummings, Pete Davidson, Jessica Alba, Olivia Munn, who's hosting along with Bill Bellamy and Ben, Judd Apatow, Chelsea Handler, Ty Burrell, Russell Peters, Pete Holmes, Deborah Messing, Hassan Minaj, Alyssa Milano, Jeffrey Ross, Aisha Tyler, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus, just to name a few. There's so many names I can't even mention them. 
It's going to be unbelievable broadcast to millions of people. I hope you'll watch this Monday from 6 to 8. It is one of the most groundbreaking things that I've ever done. And I'm truly, truly, really proud of it. The Telethon for America. This Monday, November 5th, just go on telethonforamerica.com and you'll figure it out. And whatever you do, whether you watch or you don't watch, please vote. And lastly, I want to thank all of you again. I'm a broken record, but you guys are so awesome and so supportive of the show. And I just can't thank you enough. You can reach me at Barry Katz at Twitter and Instagram. And I will reach out to you and answer anything you have to say to me. Before I get started, I want to do a little homage to Gary Busey and tell you that this guy is somebody who I truly am blown away by when I sit across from him. A guy who's had an incredible, incredible life. Somebody who grew up in the middle of nowhere. Then he started singing, drumming, got signed, then gave that up, went into acting, and never looked back. And every acting role he went into, he gave it his all. He had no fear, and he did it, and he created incredible, incredible moments in films. And every film you watch him in, you'll find that's the case. From A Star is Born to the cult classic Big Wednesday, all the way to his Academy Award-nominated role in The Buddy Holly Story. And he just took risks when it came to his acting. He just had no fear. But then that comfortability with risk had him driving a motorcycle without a helmet in 88, and he nearly died. And that didn't stop him. He came back and big with his first movie out of that near-fatal accident, Point Break, which if you haven't seen that movie, you have to see it. It's incredible. And he did an amazing job on it. And I think sitting down with Gary, you realize that there's a lot of things that are happening in his mind and a lot of things that have transpired since the brain injury that have made it difficult for him to integrate into the world the way it is now. But for some reason, he's figured it out. He's navigated. And when you talk to him, he engages you with force and power and intensity. And that keeps him where he is today. He's got a great relationship with his wife. He's got a great relationship with his son. And he's got a great relationship with the work ethic that it takes to be the kind of person who can navigate every role and give it his all. The world and fate haven't exactly given him lemonade Many times it's given him lemons. But for some reason, he just keeps going. He keeps fighting. He keeps pushing forward. He just wrote a book that's really, really unique and special, and there's nothing like it. He always is working towards the next goal. And I think if we all could look at our own lives and figure out how we deal with adversity... If we can figure out how to give everything we have to the profession we have, and then after that, go out and do something of a philanthropic nature to help the world be a better place, 
I pretty much can guarantee you that you will have the possibility of having the kind of impact, the kind of awards, and the kind of meaningful, inspiring life that Gary Busey has. Here we go in three, two. This show will have laughter. I got everybody pregnant with Barry Katz and semen. I'm not comfortable with the tone this is taking. If you're undeniable, you will not be denied. If you want to be successful in showbiz and you get yourself a Jew white manager like Barry Katz. <laughs> Being a manager is just turning no's into yeses. Creating holy shit moments. Uh, undeniable. You fucking firing me up, Katz. I love this man. Is there anything else I should know? You're on. What? Out of the air! Barry Katz. Back in the house. 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 Let's do this. When you were riding motorcycles back then, do you ever see people wearing helmets or nobody wore helmets back then? It's before the helmet law. But did people still wear them sometimes? No, not many. Not many. But I helped make the helmet law happen in California. First, I was against helmet law. And I was in a press conference saying, you don't need helmets. The people who need the helmet are 16 years and younger. And then I realized I was still recovering from a brain recovery, traumatic brain injury recovery. So I went and recanted that. And George Herbert Walker Bush heard me, the press, invited me to the White House briefing. And I met with HUD, HUD. And I talked about my encounter with the concrete and the motorcycle, where my skull was split from the temple to the top, and the hole in my skull in the right section, about as big as 50 cent piece. And, uh, I went and told him about that, and that became the language that Bill Clinton used to create what I created, the Traumatic Brain Injury Act. What exactly is the Traumatic Brain Injury Act? It's taking care of people who have had a, had, who have had a head injury. It used to be a silent epidemic. Oh, yeah, an injury? Okay. Oh, look at this. This is what happened to him. Oh, let's get some funds in that medical center to help the uh, injured person, boy, girl, man, woman, whoever, to get them out of out of death's way, get their, their, get their brain going again. Here he comes. It's, I'm really proud of that, creating a traumatic brain injury act. What's it like to see the light on the other side and actually pass away and come back? Earth logic will not ever assemble that. It's like explaining an orgasm to a 10-year-old. It just doesn't work. I know that when you look at your body of work, every moment has a meaning and it has a function to get you where you're going to go. But when you look at the body of work, is there some movie that inspired you more than no, another one? No. Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly, then uh, Lethal Weapon, Under Siege, and Point Break, The Firm, Stars Born, Big Wednesday, Straight Time. I had one thing happen to me that was very surprising. I got booked on a job. I went to the set in the Studio City, CBS. And I got my costume on and went up to the set, and it was a it was a, a old Western doctor's office. And I was doing my first role on Gunsmoke, and I had grown up watching that in home and in TV, t Tulsa. My dad and I loved that. 
and I was in there and I was I had a scene with Doc Milverstone. So I said, okay, everybody ready? Sound. Okay, get quiet. No moving. Action. <laughs> Gary, yeah, you have the first line. Oh. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so let me try it again. Okay, sound, get everything, everybody quiet. Action. I'm looking at Melbourne Stone like he's my favorite uncle. <laughs> the director. Gary. Oh, oh, yeah. I had the first line. <laughs> Gary, what's wrong? I said, I, I grew up watching Gunsmoke. And here I am in a cowboy outfit that doesn't belong to me. Watching Doc Melbourne Stone. I don't know what to say. <laughs> so then we got going. And what I did uh, at the end of Gunsmoke, I hit my head on a fence post falling off a horse. It was called the Busters, Busting Horses. Was that supposed to happen, or did? Oh it? yeah, yeah, it's in the script, and I uh, did it. And when I died on the streets, when my brain clicked away, I died with my eyes open and one eye crossed. Called me back next day. Said it's against TV status to die with your eyes open. Okay, come back, lay down. Okay, and look at me. Here's what I did. Action. Gary, relax your face. Just play like you're dead. Okay, cut. Good. <laughs> I love that story. Yeah, it's in the book. All these things we're talking about are in the book, and I want you people out there listening to go to Barnes & Noble or Amazon or booksamillion.com and pick up a book. And this is a gift from my heart to your heart. And this book will make a great gift for birthdays, Christmas, yeah, anniversaries. A gift is a gift of love, and this book is nothing but love. How do you feel your life would be now if you didn't have the motorcycle accident? Would you have written this book? Motorcycle accident was just a step on my ladder of life, receiving the highest degree of living. So that didn't bring you to this incredible awakening oh no you would have had it anyway well i died and went to the other side that's the connection i have with the supernatural i have that definite connection to the supernatural and the uh the way the my angels and spiritual guides talk to me is instinct it's a feeling way deep in you the deepest part the, the center the center of your body it's right back in there somewhere. But that's where all your spiritual eye is, your spiritual eye to see the truth of what's real. If you don't look through the spiritual eye, everything is an illusion. If, if you look through the spiritual eye, you'll, there'll be no illusions and it'll only be real. The spiritual eye is a cleaner of life and what's going on within you and outside you and people around you. When you were recovering and you had to learn how to eat and learn how to walk and learn how to talk, was there a part of you that didn't want to live anymore? Oh, no. God, no. Because I had no way to think. <laughs> I, I had an email sent me to a by day duty nurse. She told me, Gary, I was your daytime nurse. You walked around with me. And we came to a room and it was empty. And you looked at me and I said, and I said, are you going in? So I went in. She told me I went in and knelt down by the bed and started praying. And got up real quick and came out. And she said, what you're doing there is real good. You go down and go back and do what you're doing and stay as long as you want. 
During that time, I felt a white cloak of faith surround me. And the word faith, F-A-I-T-H, stands for Fantastic Adventures in Trusting Him. I replaced the word fear with faith. And uh, healing me in. It's spiritual. And so you recover and things are starting to go well and you start getting booked on jobs again. What was the first time you got on a set? Were you nervous? One month away. Point break. God, no, I wasn't nervous. The brain thing was just that thing. Now we're off to another venue. We hang on the pass. You're going to be there. It's it's not going to get you into the center moment of now. N-O-W. That stands for no other way. So here's an interesting question with the book. You spent a lot of time creating this book that you wrote with Stephanie, your wife. When does this book, in your mind, become the past? It won't. It won't. P-A-S-T. I'm going to take those letters and give you a definition of the past. P-A-S-T stands for preoccupation about spent time. Not going to be no past on this. This is alive forever. It is going to be alive forever for everyone, the new generation, people who aren't born yet. It's a giving of love to mankind. That's what that is. If there was any performance in your lifetime on stage or in a theater doing music or acting on a television screen, which one would you want to have last as long as the book? You'd want somebody to open up a time capsule a hundred years from now and open it up and say, that's me. Here's my book, and this is the scene or scenes that I want you to see that represent who I am as an artist and as a writer. Okay. That would be Buddy Holly's story, The Firm, Point Break, Star is Born, Straight Time, Big Wednesday, Gumball Riley, Magnificent Seven Ride Again, and Significance, a show I did in London with Nick Rogue. They went to competition in Cannes, France, uh, Film Festival. You've had three significant relationships in your life, and I'm sitting across from somebody who is your life partner. They say that a woman knows within five minutes of meeting a man if she's going to be with him. Did your wife know? That's called bullshit. No, she didn't know. She hated me. I've seen her do comedy. I know I've seen her do comedy. Okay. The show is next show is Comedy Store November. So she has done comedy. Yes. Show, show some of your stuff. I knew it. Her opening line is... Hi, I'm, I'm Stephanie Busey. Ten years ago, I met an actor named Gary Busey. He asked me to marry him, and so I did. Apparently, brain damage is contagious. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get upset about that? I love it. You like it when she roasts you. Well, I got roasted by her at the Friars Club in New York City, and she roasted me last. Sitting in the front row, I'm sitting here, the other comics roasting me here, and the microphone's there. And she, Stephanie said, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I got cold feet. I don't want to go. I said, you have to go. You're obligated. Then I turned this way to talk to a guy that we had no conversation, but just to get away. So she came up and she got the award for being the best roaster. She hammered me. Come here, Stephanie. What were some of the lines you roasted them with? Um, 
Well, I always say, uh, being married to celebrity, people ask me the weirdest questions. They're like, what's the most disappointing thing about being married to Gary Busey? I'm like, I don't know. Finding out he wasn't Nick Nolte. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Keep going. I want, I want, can I hear three more? You know what's interesting, Stephanie, is your timing is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Tell our audience three more. Uh, well, I talk about Celebrity Wife Swap, you know, getting to be on the show. I was married for two weeks to the, uh, Ted Haggard. In case you don't know who that is, he's the evangelical pastor who got caught doing crystal meth with a gay male prostitute. Never in my life did I think I would ever crave the predictable stability of being married to Gary Busey. <laughs> I'm going to quiz you on your Buseyisms to see how quick your mind is. There's 150 or more of these things. Good luck. So let's see how you do. Fart? Fart. We all do it. It's a naturally bodily function. And women's gas can drop a full-grown man 10 feet away without without any sounds. It's just like, it goes, that's all. But the man 10 feet away will drop to his knees screaming, help, I've been smothered. <laughs> Feeling a rectal transmission is a fart. Sad. Seeking another detour. Bad. Belonging in dirt. <laughs> CEO. Chief Enabling Officer. Sober. Son of a bitch, everything's real. <laughs> when did you take your first drug? How old were you? Oh, I was out in California with the band. We found something called cannabis. And it was a beautiful feeling. And I'm Native American. So the Native Americans and tobacco are a big thing spiritually for them. Smoke, tobacco, goes to the sky to the Great Spirit as an honoring of a blessing of thanks to the Great Spirit with the tobacco that comes from the Indian pipes. When the director of your first film was taking 21 hits of acid a day, you weren't tempted to take acid? I didn't know what it was. Acid to me was uh, something you put on something that wasn't supposed to be there and it melted it off or something. Acid. No, that, mm, let's see, let's see, let's see. Well, I got to admit, Tim Leary was one of my best friends, soulmate. Timothy Leary. Yeah. Did you do drugs with Timothy Leary? No, no, no. We just had mindsets. We sat down with our mind and let him prevail into the thoughts of the unknown. We spoke about it and wrote notes about it, and there was a very generous helping of freedom. There had to be a moment in time where you felt that you had a problem with drugs and alcohol. What was that moment that happened that made you want to seek help to fix it? I OD'd on cocaine. Well, I, I OD'd, my final OD was May 3rd, 1995. Away from that for 24, 25 years. How have you done it? I did it with my faith. But before you had faith? Before, yeah, but when you're an addict, faith goes out the door. And why this time did it work? Because I took it on seriously to save my fucking life. That's why. It's real easy when it's life and death. 
you picked life. I did. Who did you have in your life back then that was there to be a spirit guide for you? Nobody. Nobody. I'm my own spirit guide. And I went to meetings they had back in the uh, early 80s, I think. They were called CA meetings, Cocaine Anonymous. I went to those. There's all different ways to learn something good for yourself. And when you learn something good for yourself, you're giving others a great feeling about themselves when you share with them what you've learned and making them feel good. Are you the kind of guy who, when somebody, when you need them most, isn't there? Are you the kind of guy who just cuts them out of your life? Are you the kind of guy that reaches out to them over and over again and says, I forgive you. It's okay. Let's create a better relationship. No, it's in the past. Relationship stands for really exciting love affair, turns into overwhelming nightmare, sobriety hangs in peril. That's relationship. Use is a relationship. Or on the other hand, romance, R-O-M-A-N-C-E, stands for relying on magnificent and necessary compatible energy. Have you saved people's lives with your thoughts on sobriety? Yes. And the helmet, the helmet law. I'm going to use this metaphor. It's not grammatically correct and doesn't serve the purpose for your language, but I'll just use it anyway. It feels like you've cheated death so many times. I wasn't cheated death. I didn't cheat death. I have angelic forces, spiritual guides, my relations, all my relations are past. They're the ones guiding me and helping me. And that's in the name of my Savior, Jesus Christ. So the day that you found out you had cancer, did a part of your brain say, you look to the heavens and say, what else are you going to throw at me? No, I did not. I went and sat down and did what he told me to do. It's over. You're done. No more cancer. Seven and a half hour operation on the cancer. Isolated under my left eye. And completely gone forever. Yes, I'm completely gone. I've had the traumatic brain injury, massive brain surgery, cancer in the middle of my face, cancer on my arm that got taken out, knee surgery. It's wonderful we have the medical association to keep us running, you know, when we're older. Age doesn't have anything to do with it. It's your ability to think about how young you are and how good you can move in life now. Don't start thinking about things that you'll have a self-debate. Because when you debate with yourself, there are no winners. When's the last time you debated with yourself? I don't. I don't allow that to happen. Is there anything that you've done in your life that went totally against your beliefs, but you did it anyway? Yeah, drugs, cocaine. Yeah. It was a thrill-seeking ride with no protection or safety. For my mind, my brain, my soul, my spirit, my physicality, emotionality, mentality, and spirituality. That took over my life. Everything else, as I said before, ran a distant second. Hey, everybody. Let me remind you one more time about my new blueprint for success. It's a project I've spent months and months working on just to help you jumpstart your comedy career and beat the competition. Whether you want to do stand-up, sketch, improv, acting, writing, producing, directing, 
radio, social media influencing, or even if you want a career behind the scenes as a manager or agent, Blueprint for Success will give you all the tools you need to take your career to the highest levels. With exclusive interviews, my top 50 commercial-free episodes from Industry Standard, one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, and unprecedented access into my knowledge and experience from over 40 years in this crazy business. I guarantee you that with Blueprint for Success, you'll become the creator you've always dreamed of becoming. No one's asking me to do this. I want to do it because I want to help you become truly undeniable. So just go to barrycats.com, click on Blueprint for Success, and start your incredible journey today. I truly can't wait to work with you to help you change the trajectory of your comedy career forever. Hey everybody, I've talked a lot about AquaTrue on this show, the amazing water purification system that's literally a miniature water cooler in your home that purifies the water in a way that no one else has ever figured out how to do. It's this incredibly efficient piece of equipment, and it gives you the best tasting water you can ever imagine for pennies. You just take it out of the box, plug it in, put your tap water in it, and it takes out all the bad chemicals and gives you the best and healthiest water you can ever imagine, saving you thousands of dollars each year from buying bottled water in the store. I have one at my house and office, and Everyone who uses it orders one, and you should too. Just go to industrystandardwater.com and type in the promo code Barry, and if you act now, you can get $100 off and start enjoying the best and most cost-effective water you've ever had, and never waste another dollar buying bottled water again. I just want to share another groundbreaking product with you. It's a revolutionary air purifier that will change the way your home operates. And I'm talking about the air doctor. The air inside our home can be up to a hundred times more polluted than the air outside. But with the air doctor, you don't have to worry about it as it removes dust, pet hair, mold, pollen, flu viruses, and so many other contaminants that circulate throughout our homes. Till now, the only thing that could come close to this product were systems that cost thousands of dollars. But now you can get the Air Doctor for a fraction of the cost, normally $600. And if you don't believe me, check Amazon. But for a limited time, I can give you 50% off and save you $300. Just go to airdoctorpro.com, type in the promo code Barry, and get rid of all the bad toxins in your home. I'm telling you, I have this product. It really, really works. So get one now and start breathing the cleanest and healthiest air you can ever imagine. Six degrees of separation. Six degrees of separation. I'm going to mention some people or things in your life. And you tell me anything that comes to your mind. It could be one word, a sentence. Barbara Streisand. She's incredibly talented, and she really knows her stuff. And she's really Jewish. When we came out of Daly's, which you're watching the film we shot yesterday, to see how it looks, we came out of the Daly's and said, 
now I know what to do to you, Bishy, to get you to do it my way. And I said, what's that? The opposite. <laughs> and off the top of my head, I said, close but no guitar. And uh, then I realized that maybe he, she, maybe she had been telling me the opposite all along. And I realized that she was an incredible sister of co-creating the truth. Wow, Mel Gibson. Oh, Gibson. Oh boy, we're like, we're like the two. Uh, we're like sidewinder ferrets that just can't stay out of trouble, and want to pull pranks on everyone, and concentrate on humor and laughter and jokes, and you know, doing tricks to people and. Not harmful tricks, but just ah, like the rat in the box, you know, something like that. And uh, we focused so good together doing that movie. We were such good, incredible, artistic soulmate partners. And Mr. Joshua, Martin Riggs, and Roger Murtaugh from Lethal Weapon. Dustin Hoffman. Great. Very conscious of the other person. Very much a giver. He's funny. He's very funny. Him and Robert Duvall and Al Pacino used to live in an apartment together in New York when they were started acting. And Dustin Hoffman does the greatest Robert Duvall accent I have ever heard. I mean, you think Bobby's right there, you know, but it's Dustin. <laughs> Dustin's great. They're all great. Everyone I worked with is a Beautiful filament of angelic nature. Under siege. Under siege. Well, Andy Davis, director, gave me a book about the USS Missouri going on combat duty. And when a combat ship crosses the equator, all the first-year sailors are humiliated, tortured, uh, has exercise to do that humiliate them. And there's one executive officer, which is what I was playing under, under siege, volunteers to be queen of the wogs. So I said, I got the idea, Andy, director. He said, what? I'm going to kill the captain and drag. And I did. And it was amazing, artistic achievement. They wanted not to do it. I told Steven Seagal, he said, whose idea was it me? Warner Brothers called. No, we're not doing this martial arts movie, Steven Skull. We don't want to see Gary Busey and Drag. Okay. I came back and I said, here's what I'll do. John Lawton and I wrote a three and a half page scene together. I'll have both genders, the man and the woman, done before lunch, and it will save you a lot of money. Save them 250 grand. And when the Warner Brothers saw the dailies. After he saw the dailies, he reported to Andy. Director and Andy walked up to me and said, guess what? I said, what? The woman is in. Leon Russell. Leon, hmm, soulmate. Brother from past lifetimes. Incredible, incredible love and teaching and gender making and knowing, being shown how to see things in life in other directions because there's 360 ways to see an elephant and that means if you put an elephant in the center of a circle 
and move around the circle one degree at a time, you'll see that same elephant from 360 perspectives. There's more than one way to see one thing. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates, wonderful. Exuberant, full, life at the party. Doesn't stop smiling. She did a movie with Jimmy Conn called Misery where she won the Academy Award. And that was, Mr. Man! Whap him in the knee with a baseball bat. <laughs> Entourage. Entourage. I had fun doing the three TV shows I did. But they waited four years to do the movie. And it turned out very good. Everybody's very happy. So I have nothing bad to say about anything because if you do that, you're saying things bad about yourself without doing it. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Lovely. We had a scene in uh, The Firm. Me and Holly Hunter and him. And Sidney Pollock, director, God bless you, Sidney, came up to me and said, do not let Tom get any lines in. He's got about four. I want you to use that Busey energy and slap me on the cheeks and said, just keep him silent. And we did. I did. And Tom stood up after the scene and said, what happened? And I said, we just finished the scene, buddy. You were good. And then I left. <laughs> good camaraderie, good feelings, good happiness, good love. Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly. I was in the ninth grade when I heard on the radio he went down the plane. And I'm in a generation of rock and roll, the first generation, fifth grade, sixth grade. And Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis, Gene Vincent, the Blue Caps, uh, Roy Orbison and uh, Buddy Holly. Your proudest moment in show business. If you could see a rainbow painted 300,000 times, that would be it. Because <laughs> I've had many rainbows come after the storms I've been in that I put myself. Rainbow. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. And the rainbow sits on the balcony of heaven. Your biggest disappointment in show business and how you used it to fuel yourself, personal life, professionally to the next level. Never had one. Never had one. Just move on. Oh, that happened, that happened. Okay, fine. Move on. We're on the road, bud. We're making movies. We're doing concerts. We're writing books. We're moving. Don't have time to sit and wonder, what if this happened? Because if you're thinking about what if this happened, that what if this happened will happen without you knowing it. You plant your own garden of diffusion. What advice do you have for the young person growing up in a small town, not having many resources, but has a dream to be in the entertainment business, and how do they get to the next level and have the kind of career that you've had? Uh, your career is up to you. It's nothing you can't compare it to me or anybody else. Your career is what you make it. And the great thing about art is it's in every school. There are plays being put on. There are concerts being put on. There are singers being doing doing things. There's people doing juggling. There's people doing all kinds of arts. If you want to do that, get into the theatrical group place and study stagecraft, study costume making, study the lighting that you have on the stage in a classical theater play. Learn that. 
and then learned and researched the power of the festival of Dionysus, which happened in Greece before Christ. It was a fertility festival for men to have the ability to make more babies. And out of that theater came. And all the players on stage were men. And they wore, the, the stage was flat like this, like a flat pan. It wouldn't rake where the back of the stage goes up. So they had to stand on what was called bushkins. And their boots with heels this high, about 14 inch heels. Then they had the little mask with a handle. And right behind the mouth, mouth of the mask was a megaphone. And they would say their lines very loud out through that. And there were no women in theater. They weren't allowed. So men played the women's part. If you were giving the last bit of advice to a young actor to be able to move forward in a way where they can put everything behind them and focus on the craft like put you Put everything do. behind you the minute you start doing something new. It's no good to have the past there with you. It'll block you. It'll stop you from moving. Know where you're going. It's a brand new place. You're on uncharted water. There's water there because water symbolizes creativity, feminism, and spirit. That's a good thing to have in your art art bag. Awesome. Gary, thank you so much. It's thank been you. an honor. Please check out his book, Buseyisms. You can get it anywhere where books are sold or online. Tremendous, tremendous talent and inspirational guy and has done a lot for this business. When you read the book or even get the audio book, it'll be just like I'm talking to you personally. So we have a friendship from the book that is forever. Awesome. And thank you, Stephanie Sampson as well. I appreciate everything. Believe me, you're going to change a lot of lives out there. Thank you so much. Thank you for saying that, Barry, and God bless you for coming. Okay, I'm going to scroll through the list of people who sent me a message, and one of these people will be a lucky winner, and they'll get to attend a podcast live with one of my guests, meet them, shake their hand, ask them a few questions, or else if they're out of town, out of state, or out of the country, will Skype them in or FaceTime them or anything like that so they can be there. Why not? So let me look here randomly and pick somebody. Landing on Neb Analyst. I know I'm saying that wrong, but I'm sorry. October 8th, 2018. Heading reads 10 slash 10, five stars. And the comment reads, Barry Katz provides listeners with a witty, insightful inside view of what it's like to work in film and television. I am a student at Long Beach City College, and I feel that this podcast has provided me with invaluable knowledge about this industry, which would have been otherwise unaccessible to me. All right. Thank you so much, Neb Analis. <laughs> I really, really appreciate it. You are a winner. And that wraps up part two of our podcast. I just wanted to thank my incredible partners, starting with Wondery. Check out their lineup of some of the greatest podcasts in the world at Wondery.com. And Aquatrue, the revolutionary miniature countertop water purification system that works straight out of the box. 
plug it in, fill it with tap water, and immediately turn your faucet into your favorite bottled water for pennies. You can get $100 off when you go to industrystandardwater.com and just type in the promo code BEAR and start enjoying the best water you've ever had and never buy another bottle of water again. And I Killed JFK, the groundbreaking film about the only living person who admitted to killing Kennedy. Go to IKillJFK.com, buy the film and the rare interviews with five of the last living experts, and I guarantee it'll change your mind about what happened that day. And the Air Doctor, the innovative portable air purification system which will change your overall quality of life. It instantly removes dust, pet hair, mold, pollen, flu viruses, and other contaminants circulating in your home. Normally $600, and if you don't believe me, check Amazon right now. But for a limited time, I can offer you 50% off. That's a $300 savings. Just go to airdoctorpro.com, type in the promo code Barry, and start breathing the cleanest and healthiest air in the world. And Good Company, an extraordinary web series on YouTube that host Scott Bowling created where you can watch music interviews with incredible artists talking openly about their journey in the music business. If you like a great in-depth music interview where you can hear about each album in chronological order and what the artist experienced along the way, this is the show for you. Interviews with incredible talents like Michael Sweet from Striper, Clinton Lejean from Seven Dust, Brian Head Welsh from Corn, Elias from Nonpoint, Mikey from Islander, Sonny from POD, and Rich Ward from Fozzie and Stuck Mojo, just to name a few. Check out Good Company on any social media outlet under Good Company with Bowling or go to www.scottgoodcompany.com. And finally, Boku Superfoods, the purest, most potent, and delicious certified organic, kosher, and vegan superfood blends on the planet. Boku Superfood is changing the game for thousands of people in 65 countries with their incredible formulated powders that you just add any liquid to and make the healthiest drinks or smoothies in the world. Just go to BokuSuperfood.com. That's B-O-K-U superfood.com. Look for the three-pack trial. Enter the promo code Barry at checkout. Just pay a minimal shipping fee and get a full week supply of Boku Superfood for free. I guarantee you'll look and feel better and understand why Boku is the number one family-owned superfood company in the world. And here's a preview of the next very special episode. Adam Ray. You know, learning to laugh at yourself is is overlooked, I think, too much. There's a lot of people, not only in in politics especially, but just in every aspect of life where it's like, man, if you just lighten up and and count your blessings and look at, like, find the funny in so many, like, that's one of the benefits of comedy, the amount of, like, shitty things that I've, you know, gone through or even happened in, a, in just a, a day-to-day uh, situation that I've been able to quickly turn because I've been able to find the... Uh, the lighter side of whatever that moment is, um, isn't valuable. And that's, that's only because of, of comedy. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. As always, this has been Industry Standard with me, Barry Katz. And if you like the show, tell all your friends. And if you don't like the show, tell all your friends. You get all the money.
fancy car All the people love you Cause you're going far Life is for the dreamers They have all to gain It's never quite over Till it all feels the same You pick your own poison Dig your own grave Down in the valley A fortune Thank you for listening to Industry Standard with Barry Katz. If you'd like more info on our schedule of new episodes or how to reach Barry through Twitter, Facebook, or email, go to BarryKatz.com. Before you leave, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast. Leave a comment and rate it, even if you think it blows. Thank you for your support and have a great day.